This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. This is the Bonfire On Demand. In case anybody was off the internet for the past week or so, week and a half, let me fill you in. There is something called Pokemon Go <laughs> on the App Store. Oh, geez. This is um, obviously Pokemon, the little pocket monsters, as it is known in some circles, that we are all very familiar with ate up the 1990s and a little bit of the 2000s, I guess. I would say, seemingly, it kind of dissipated into um, obscurity and oblivion for the past several years. Of the uh, 2010s, I think that's what it's called. 2010s, yeah. At least that's my experience. I liked it when I was in middle school, and then I grew out of it. I just kind of stopped. Now, uh, Nintendo thought it was a good idea to make an app. And when I describe it, it's, it's, interesting. it's an interesting idea. It's a pretty good idea. But there are also some downsides, of course. Number one, it is an augmented reality game. What does that mean? That means it's not like your typical game where you're just clicking on the screen and watching what's on the screen. The game tells you, look, if you're familiar with Pokemon, you need to go catch them all. <laughs> gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all. Um, you gotta go catch these Poke- Pokemon. You throw a little Pokeball at it, you capture it, it goes inside a little ball, and yeah, that's it's your monster that you can then go battle other monsters with, and that's the whole shtick. The game uses your GPS, and it says, look, Walk over there. Oh my gosh, there's a Pokemon. Oh, go over there. Oh my gosh, there's another one. Except it's not just the GPS, and then you know, you're know you clicking on your screen, little buttons, and ooh, you captured one. No, it tells you, may we have access to your camera? And of course you go, oh, okay. I'm not sure what for, but why not? Let's see what happens. The camera turns on, on your phone, and then next thing you know, you're kind of looking around the real world with your camera. But as you're kind of scrolling around, all of a sudden you see this little cartoon character right there, and you're like, what the hell is this? That's a little Pokemon here in the world. So yeah, it's it's cheesy. But your phone, as it's scanning the real world, as if it were, you know, you're just taking a picture, the game will insert a little Pokemon in that real world, you know, that you're seeing through the camera. That is the main attraction, I think, of this game, is that you see, as you're walking around the real world, Animated Pokemon will show up on your phone, and then it'll say, hey, there's a Pokemon nearby. And then you take out your phone, open up the camera, and you start to look around with your camera, and then you see it, then you throw a little Pokeball at it and capture it and move on. Then, of course, you take all those, and you make them to these arenas, and then you battle other Pokemon, and I'm sure you battle other players, that whole thing. So, it's not just one of those social games where you're like, hey, uh, Bob48000 has challenged you. No, it's go around and wander the real world and capture some Pokemon. So it's a fun idea. I'm not a huge Pokemon fan, but I downloaded it because I wanted to check it out. I had a friend who said, oh my gosh, this is the best thing. Let, let's, let's give it a shot. I said, okay, why not? So I still have it, and I, I turn it on a few times a day just for kicks and giggles. And, eh, I'm not very good at it. But I like the idea, this augmented reality of 
starting to kind of implement the game into the real world. Of course, I mean, I talked about that on a previous podcast, you know, VR and all that. The good and the bad associated with it. Something I noticed, though, was there, you know, there's an article on The Verge saying (laughs) you can pay up to $100, like real money. You can pay up to $100 for Pokeballs and Pokecoins. So it's it's a free app. You can download it. But what they make their money off of is, you know, you can upgrade your Pokemon and, you know, level up your character who, like, owns all the Pokemon, do all sorts of crap. But you need coins and eggs and modules and bag upgrades, all these just random things. Just like any game nowadays has reasons to upgrade and advance and level up, except there are shortcuts, and it's called just paying for it. But who would spend a hundred bucks on a little video game like this on your on your phone? You know that just shows the kind of problems that some people have on these kinds of games that they they're for free. But as you're playing it, and some do get addicted, they think to themselves, hmm, "I'll just spend five bucks here, and I'll buy me a couple coins, and I'll be able to get this." And then they find, "Hey, that was fun, and oh, this really advanced. Maybe I'll do it again." They spend five bucks here, five bucks there. Next thing they know, they say, "Whoa, I just spent a hundred freaking dollars on this game. What am I doing?" Yeah, so that's how they make their money. The article, though, was making a joke saying, Pokemon Go lets lazy people buy up to $100 worth of Pokecoins for when you don't want to go outside. So like I said, part of the, the game is it encourages you to walk around the real world because that's how you'll actually go out and find these Pokemon. That's part of the allure of this uh, little app. The article here is making the joke, hey, for those of you who don't even want to walk around and you still want to be your lazy ass... You could spend a little bit of money just like in any other uh, app, any other video game. Now, there's two things with that. I wanted to talk about the app because I thought it was interesting. And that's blowing up. It is immensely popular right now, which is really funny. But on top of that, the idea of laziness. I think I have a great illustration of that laziness. And I wouldn't say... It's American laziness so much as possibly just today's world. All over, you know, there are lots of lazy people. Something I think illustrates that was I went to the grocery store the other day, and I'm walking out with my groceries. I only got a couple things, so I only have have two bags in my hand. And I'm walking out to my car. All I notice is this couple emptying their uh, basket, you know, the push cart, into their car. And the cart, you know, I don't know what it's called. Where you put the carts, okay? So you don't have to walk all the way back to the uh, grocery store and put them inside. Although some people, even if they aren't out there, they just leave the carts out in the uh, parking garage. Now, those are called idiots and morons and selfish and lazy. But you could understand maybe a little bit saying, okay, if you parked way out there in the parking garage, uh, parking lot, and for whatever reason there aren't little stations where you can leave your carts, you're just feeling like, I don't want to walk all the way back to the uh, building there. So I'm just going to leave it right here in this empty space. Okay, I can scrape just enough sympathy for that kind of person to think, okay, I've had those days too where I don't want to walk all the way back to that building, but come on, first world problems. The bigger issue here was there was that little station, I would say max 15, 20 feet from their car. So it was like a parking space or two over. And it was full. 
Uh, must have been one of the employees who put all the carts there so he could easily collect them. But the, the dude saw that it was full, but didn't even attempt to, you know, put the cart behind the other one. And, you know, they all slide together nicely. They all fit. That's how they were designed so they can fit, you know, dozens and dozens of carts into such a small area. You push them together like that. He didn't even try to do that. So as I walked by, I was thinking, is this really full? And no, it wasn't. None of the carts were pushed together at all. So they're taking up more space than they should have. So it filled up the station more than it should have. And the dude kind of saw that, kind of glanced, I'm sure, and thought, eh, whatever. And just left the cart next to the station and then got in his car and drove off with his girl. I saw that and thought to myself, okay, first problem, you didn't even try. Two, how the hell difficult would it have been for you to just walk five more feet around that little corner and then push the couple carts that were there together and then be able to push yours in into the station and then it's nowhere where it could just roll away. And it's not in the middle of the parking lot, okay? But the bigger, the massive point, point number three, was there was another station. You know, and it was like, uh, not catty-cornered, but it was right next to the other station that was full. And you could say maybe it was 20, 30 feet away. That one was completely empty. He didn't walk to that one to put the cart in the little station and over the little the little hump that way the wind doesn't blow the cart into someone's car you know that's why the stations are there this dude didn't even try he didn't even push the carts that were there incorrectly together so that he could add his to it and solve the problem he didn't even walk it to a completely empty joint 30 feet away he just left it on the side of the station and said oh good enough what the hell that is our world that is our society you're that lazy or selfish or stupid that you can't even do something that small? Of course there's no hope in society when people see that kind of thing. I saw that and got depressed. I thought, my God, this is my world that I'm living in. People can't even do that. You realize the kind of problems humanity had and still has, but this idiot couldn't even push his cart into the little station that was added there for his convenience so that he didn't feel obligated to walk it all the way back to the building? Come on, you dirty bastard. Oh my gosh. I don't know what to do with this world. When people spend hundreds of dollars on apps to continue playing video games or refuse to walk 30 feet to put a card away where it belongs, you know, thinking of others, something like that. I'm I'm not asking you to volunteer your entire weekend Go on a retreat and serve other people and be their slave, okay? Not even close to that. I'm saying, really? We don't even we can't even find the people to just walk another thirty feet with an empty cart that weighs ten pounds and just push it into the empty bin. Or you were too ignorant, too uh, oblivious to notice that it was empty. Does nobody else have situational awareness? To look around and be like, hmm, where else could I put this besides right in front of my face? Now, of course, my truck was, eh, I don't know, 30, 50 feet away from this whole scene. So I was far enough away. But if I'd parked closer to him and I saw that, I'd be pissed. I'd say, dude, because of your decision to just leave that right there, your little cart, if there was any wind tonight and that blew into my truck, I wouldn't have known who done it. 
I wouldn't have known if I hadn't come out here. I would have just found a cart banged into the side of my truck because some lazy idiot wanted to get back to his house so he could go screw around with his video games. Come on. Uh, <laughs> again, I said this was supposed to be a happy show, a, you know, a good podcast to listen to, and here I am bitching again. But hey, I've got I, these couple rants. I had to get them off my chest. So now, let us, please, ladies and gentlemen, get to the good stuff. The Hollywood stories. Something coming out in this uh, September, I believe, in theaters. Something from the the World War II era. Something that I love. I'm not a history buff, but I love that whole decade, that whole time, timeline of world history. You know, World War II, yes, that was world history. Everybody was involved. And there are so many stories and so such crazy, so many crazy things that just happened. You think this is so baffling. Um, and it was less than 100 years ago. That, that, that ain't ancient history. Okay, we're not talking Greece and Thermopylae and, you know, Persia. This is just the 1940s. Not that far off. Anywho, there's a movie coming out that highlights one particular story of that amazing decade. When I say amazing, I'm not... I use that word lightly. Of that unbelievable decade. It was unbelievable that humanity could be so evil to itself. But also unbelievable that it was able to stand up and kick Hitler's ass. Along with Japan's and put them in their place where they belong. So yes, crazy decade for humanity. All the evil and all the good that happened at the same time. Alright, enough of a rant. The Bonfire. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.